Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. To the game day version of the Cards Cast Louisville game number five, third straight road game for the Cardinals, and they're looking to snap a three game losing streak. And it's going to be a very, very difficult task. Louisville, a double digit underdog going up to number four Notre Dame. This is the Cardinal Authority podcast. I'm probably or senior writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demlin. And Jody, this is a this is a, a game where, as we heard uh, head coach Scott Satterfield say earlier this week, this it's more about Louisville than it is Notre Dame for this bunch of Cardinals as they've got. A lot of fixes. We've discussed them plenty here on, on, on our podcast as well as on the message boards. But a lot of things on both offense and defense that they'd like to to maybe shore up or at least show some positive signs uh, when they play the Irish on Saturday afternoon. No, no doubt about it. When they get going uh, in Notre Dame Stadium, I think for, for me, I, I don't – I mean – this is one of those games. Look, it's a 17 point, whatever, you know, whatever it is, 16, 17, 18 points uh, spread. I'm hoping, first of all, that Louisville is just that these guys are just a little bit better um, as as underdogs or as guys, you know, when, when the when the spotlight might not be kind of in their shining in their direction. Uh, I'm going with that. It, it, it might not be true, but I'm but I'm going with that. Uh, and I also hope that. Uh, um, you know, when you think and look at um, at what this team, uh, how poorly this team has played as far as fundamentals, um, uh, it, it, it's Michael, it's it's about do the right thing for themselves. And here is another thing. I, I truly believe this, that it's about doing what the coaches are teaching you. Let just let it sink in and actually go out. And do what you're supposed to do because I, I just like I said Monday I hate I hate the fact that and and you know we we don't like to to bash individual guys but there are four five six guys on the defense that continue to make the same mistakes over and over and over and over again and everybody knows it because everybody can see them and and that that's what sucks about this whole thing is it, it's not just one or two guys it's five or six and it's like all right just go out and do what the coach told you to do and taught you to do and then we'll see if we can't you know put all the pieces together and play a better game i think they could i'm not saying that they could win but i think they could play a better game yeah i mean this is this is pretty much for the the most part you know minus mckay back then and and haycraft on the offensive line and a couple guys here and there for the most part this is the same group that uh even though they lost in their season opener to the same notre dame team uh still impressed with hey you know, right. The, the the mindset has changed. You know, the, the thought process, the whole makeup about about this team and how it carries itself has changed. And as we heard from from Brian Brown this week, when we were talking to him on Wednesday, you know, he kind of approached some of his veterans and said, "Hey, what's different this year than it was last year?" And that's and what they came back with. Is that, you know, we were kind of ticked off. We had a chip on our shoulder last year, and you know, he kind of hinted at, or, or maybe didn't hint, just pretty much came out and said, "You know, this team doesn't seem like it's carrying." or able to, to to manage itself when there's higher expectations on itself, that it, they're not responding to that well. So now being one and three, I'm like you, that's kind of the theme, theme this week is, all right, now that maybe they're ticked off a little bit again. But even with that, to your point, you know, there's guys that have been 
continually making you know the same mistakes week after week after week. They know who they are. We've talked about them. You know, other people have pointed it out on the message boards. There's no secret. So it's really put up or shut up time. And and you know, and as we get each week, each game further into this 2020 schedule, you know, the opportunity for these youngsters to make more of a role, make more of an impact increases we saw it last week desmond tell getting his first start and again another something else that brian Boyne, brian brown pointed out is the competition that that creates you know sometimes has positive effects and you could almost say you know yeah. that was one of the better games we saw jared goldwire play as well um you know because so maybe he was gonna... because he was mad because yeah. he was mad he didn't get his spot that's exactly what it was yeah and, and you yeah. hate to say that but that's what it is you know, and, and, you know, maybe we'll see that in the secondary. You know, you know, we've heard about Lovey Jenkins. He's played a little bit. Uh, you know, Josh Minkins has been talked about having some nice practices. Brian Brown brought up Greedy Vance, uh, you know, this week during talk when you asked him about uh, the youngsters. So I'm curious to see, you know, and, and it is a delicate balance, um, you know, how you handle the vets versus the youngsters. But again, to your point, if they're going to continue to make those same mistakes, you know, why stick with it? You know, give somebody yeah. else a chance to do as poorly as the as the veteran does. Yeah, I mean, Michael, I, I, I spoke with a member, a a not not a full time coach, but somebody who was on the staff in 2017 and 2018 uh, called me this week and we were talking about some other things. And then, you know, we were just talking about the, the 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 way the defense is. And he said, you know, the bad thing is, you know, there are three or four guys that in 2018 made a lot of the same mistakes that they're making now. Um, and, and that's the crazy part. It's not just what they made last year. It's not what they made earlier this year. It's it's what they've made since they've been here at Louisville, unfortunately. And uh, and, and I think at some point or another, um, look, we all knew that the secondary was the weakest point or the weakest uh, the, lacked the depth more than anything else on on this team. Um, and at some point, you kind of have to go to the young guys and at least just see if they're going to do any better. And and I know it, like you said, it's that it's, where's that sweet spot? You know what I mean? Where is that? Uh, where is that spot to where, okay, we're going to go do this and you know, we're, we're going to do it against a Notre Dame team. That's number four in the country. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like that. And that's the other thing I think, and, and, and this is not I'm not using this as an excuse because everybody has this excuse. But that's another thing for this whole year of college football. You've seen some teams that maybe are not as good as you thought they would be and that kind of thing. And it, and a lot of it is the fact that, you know what? I mean, guys didn't have a whole lot of time to adjust to to being on campus if they weren't here in spring ball. They got here and they started and they had protocols and they had all this other stuff. And again, I'm not making an excuse because it's not it's it's like that for everybody. You just have to work yourself through it. And I don't think some of the young guys have done that just yet. Uh, but I do expect to see some young guys, maybe even this week, Michael, um, that, that we'll, we'll have to kind of wait and see. But I but I expect that that we'll see Greedy Vance. I, I think Greedy Vance is probably the next one of a debt like a Desmond Tell who gets quite a few reps. Um, I, I and, and quite honestly, without Marlon character in the first half uh, of this game uh, against Notre Dame, I think you probably see Greedy yeah. Vance in the first half uh, alongside Trey Clark at some point or another. Yeah, almost, you know, really out of necessity, you know, to have somebody, another, you know, body out there. But, you know, 
you know, one of the feelings that I have is like if you've got a defense who's not going to, you know, get you the the results that you're hoping for, um, at some point, you know, we we could discuss this until we you know fall over and pass out. You know, if you're not going to play well, why not do it? You know, why not use the youngsters you know, who aren't, you know, don't give you those results, but are using that as a learning moment instead of wasting these snaps potentially on veterans who just aren't getting the job done that may not even be here because of graduation, or whatever the case might be next year. So, you know, um, you know, at one and three, uh, you have to take it. Of course, you know, I don't think anybody's expecting a, a Louisville victory um, you know, this weekend at Notre Dame. You know, I, it, things sure, certainly changed. I mean, it was one of the games that we both predicted preseason that Louisville was going to was going to get an L at. Uh, but we also predicted that, you know, things would look a little bit better, just like everybody else. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, it's, no, but, exactly. But you get to that point that, you know, something's got to happen. You know, yeah. and I'd like to see uh, those changes start this weekend. All right, a couple things real quick here. Louisville yeah. on offense. Uh, you know, the offense, it's more about just get a get a connect on a big play. They've had so many big plays yeah. that they should yeah. have connected that they didn't and, and and don't fumble. I do think we'll be fine. I think we'll see a better um uh defensive I mean, I, I think we'll see a better offensive game for sure from Louisville this time. The problem the problem I think Louisville can move the ball. Notre Dame is a very good defense. I don't think they're a great defense. They can they can move the ball. Louisville can, in my opinion, move the ball. Uh, but it, it is Louisville's going to have to do a much better job in the special teams. And then that big offensive line. I mean, you you look across there. Liam Eikenberger, six seven three zero two. Aaron Banks, six six three thirty. Jarrett Peterson, the center, is the small guy, six four and a half, three zero five. Uh, right tackle Robert Hainsey, 6'5", 290, and, and Tommy Kramer, 6'6", 317. And they've all, I think it's like 100 starts combined between the five of them. I mean, they have three, get, this is ridiculous. They have three backup linemen that are on NFL draft boards that I that I saw their names or, you know, that are being talked about that will be draft guys. And, um, and they're, they're three top. off. They're, they have three offensive linemen. But besides the five that start and they're huge, they have three offensive linemen that are getting on the NFL draft boards that are getting talked about as being potential high draft picks. And these guys aren't even playing right now. All three tight ends yeah. are there. But the crazy thing that this craziest stat of all, Michael, if you go to the 24-7 sports site right now, you go to our page and you you go up there to the top and you click down uh, on uh, on football. You look at what this new thing that we have called college team talent. OK, and if you go to college team talent, it measures the they, uh, Notre Dame is eighth as far as rankings wise on team talent in, in on their roster right now. They have 85 guys on the roster, but only two five stars is is, is the crazy thing that you look at. Uh, like Georgia has 16 five stars, you know, Alabama has 12, Ohio State has 14. Notre Dame only has two, but they have 44 four stars and 39 <laughs> three stars when, when this thing is there. It, 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 it's really mind boggling, but they got a lot of talent. And as Scott Satterfield said earlier this week, this is one of the programs that can get pretty much any kid, anytime, anywhere that they want to at least look at them. Um, and, and, and they really are, they're a, uh, uh, yeah. they're, they're, they're a measuring stick and I, I'm excited. Uh, I, I, I want a better game so we can just see where Louisville really is, because I don't think the last couple of weeks have been indicative to where they are in regards to the best teams in the league. So there you yeah. go, Michael. That's, that's our, that's our breakdown for today. Well, let me also throw in there. You, you mentioned whether Notre Dame ranks in the, in that team listing. 
Louisville at number 49 with eight core stars. So that shows you the difference. You know, you could check out the de- the depth chart comparison that we do. If you go to our game preview, you can see that there are plenty plenty of other you know players to watch. You know, biggest matchup series history, all, all kinds of goodies about this matchup coming up. But certainly, yeah. I, I agree with you, Jody. I, you know, I just want to see improvement. You know, over what we've seen in the last few weeks. You know, on both sides of the ball, as you mentioned earlier, I want to see the big plays start get connected. Cut down on those turnovers. Quit shooting yourself in the foot. And I want to see some more aggressive tackling. Well, you know, yeah. let, let, let's wrap guys up and, and bring them to the ground. Yep, no doubt about it. So, all right, Michael, we appreciate it. It's game day edition of the Cards Cast. We will be back. At some point, we're going to have a scheduling edition for basketball, but we'll be back Monday for sure with our weekly edition. And hopefully, we'll have better news for you to report on uh, 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 on the football game. For Michael McCammon, I'm Jody Dimling. This has been a game day edition of the Cardinal Authority podcast, the Cards Cast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.